Welcome back to the Yarlow Home Cringe Show. I'm your host, Katie Shahan, and today we are talking about everything spring, as well as some um, security alarms, because I had my own home cringe moment that I am going to go on a little rant about with you guys. Hopefully, um, you don't repeat my mistakes, but we'll see. Uh, my name is Katie Shahan, again, and... Uh, a uh, word from our sponsor, Yarlow. Yarlow is a free app for uh, homeowners. So check it out, download it. Basically, you can keep track of your receipts, your maintenance, your warranties, everything you need to know about your house. Take pictures of it, and then you can throw away uh, the paperwork because I hate paper. So uh, being able to put it somewhere digitally that you can get to it and you have access to it and it's free, those are all the words in my book that I need. <laughs> to use an app these days. So check it out, Y-A-R-L-O-W. And they have a website too, yarlow.com. They sponsor our show here where we talk about cringy moments in home ownership. So today we are going to talk about some of my cringe uh, moments in home owning. Uh, Usually we do have a pro come on the show and give us some tips, but I'm going to be my own quote pro today. And give you some feedback about uh, what not to do when you're owning a house. Even renting a house. Things that you should not do. So usually we start off with a customer submitted home cringe moment. But I am still traumatized by my experience this week. So I have to go on my little rant for you about what happened. So I bought a house a couple of months ago. And it came with a, um, what do you call it, a security system. So... The house is built in 1991. The security system's not that old, but you know, it's 2024 right now. So probably what, 20 plus years old (laughs) math is 30 plus years old. Math is math is a fun game to play. So 30 year old alarm system. Uh, I didn't think it worked. The previous owner, they were the original owners to the house. They did never used the security system. They don't know what the code was when I bought it. I was like, cool, I'll just leave it alone, never touch it. Well, uh, I have a beautiful niece who thought it would be fun to play with some of the buttons on my security system. And uh, uh, they left and uh, the alarm system was starting to chime every time that the door opened and closed. And I was like, well, I don't really need that. It's kind of a, a long beep sound last about three to four seconds it was starting to get on my nerves a little bit so i went over to the security keypad to see if i could disable that chime noise so um i pressed a lot of buttons no idea but i no idea what i pressed when i pressed it but went to let my dog out for the night at night 30 at night and uh i activated the alarm and it went off And it continued to go off for, oh, about an hour. (laughs) So imagine me and my neighbor. I live in the suburbs, so our neighbors are kind of close to each other. And uh, my alarm clock, uh, my security alarm went off from 9.30 to 10.30 on a weeknight. Luckily, none of my neighbors have young kids. So, boy, I felt um, terrible and embarrassed. And I really hope that you guys never have to experience that. So what do you do if your security alarm goes off and you don't know the code? Uh, what? How do, how do security alarms work? And how did I eventually shut it off? 
But luckily, I do have a friend. His name is Rich Kerner, and he owns Watts Electric, W-A-T-T-S Electric, here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I called him up, and uh, unfortunately, he did put me on speakerphone, so his whole family knew how big of uh, a mistake I had made. (laughs) But Rich is such a nice guy, and he helped troubleshoot me through the whole process. But basically, your security alarms... They have a um, uh, a panel. Sometimes there's a, multiple panels in different rooms. Usually the master bedroom has a panel. And then um, by the garage door is typically where you see another control panel to help, to help you when you're going in and out of your house to set and deactivate your alarm. So um, those panels are then hard- hardwired, meaning there's wires behind the wall that go down into a elect- uh basically its own electrical box. So you have, um, if you have a basement, um, it's downstairs, or if you don't have a basement, there's an electrical panel in your house. And um, that electrical panel, when I went to flip the breaker to turn the power off to my whole house, guess what? Uh, If you have a hardwired electric uh, security system, it does not uh, turn off when you turn off the power to your whole house because there is a battery backup. So you have to find the second box, either in your basement or somewhere in your house, that is similar to the electrical panel, but it uh, is the electrical wiring for just your alarm system. So basically, there there are wires connecting windows, connecting doors, uh, that all these wires go down to this one control box, and if the if uh, the contact between the door or the window there's like a a contact and a a receiver electric in your in your um windows and doors if the contact breaks then it it tells your alarm system and so depending on how you how the alarm system is set up uh, then it it alerts you or it doesn't alert you so in this case when the i opened the front door to let the dog out it broke that contact so the electrical wiring you know, you know sent a message from the door through the wires down to the alarm system saying hey someone opened the door the system is armed so start making noises and loud loud noises so the whole neighborhood can know that you're having a problem with your alarm <laughs> or someone is breaking into your house so um I found the, it took me a while. I even called the police to tell them, hey, if you get a noise complaint, I'm working on it. (laughs) Tell them I'm sorry. And uh, hopefully it'll be turned off soon. But the police have no idea how to help you. Um, It's 930 at night. So there's no, there's no phone number on the security pad to call. There's nothing. So it was just all figure it out yourself. Uh, Or you call Rich at Watts Electric and he will walk you through how the whole process works with security alarms and how to help hopefully reset it. So I had to go down. I found the, the box that controlled the electric, the security alarm electrical system in the basement. It was in a very weird spot that I would never figure out. And inside there was a, the box, there was a battery. So I had to disconnect the battery. Uh, so that no longer have the backup power going to it. But then I still had to go over to the breaker, the electrical box breaker, and I shut off power to the whole house again, uh, and it stopped the noise. 
So thankfully, uh, people could start going back to bed. <laughs> but I turned off the whole the power to the whole house. So the problem with that is now you don't have any power. Your refrigerator doesn't work. Your your stove, oven, your lights, TV, internet, none of that works. So um, had to turn the breaker back onto the whole house and then go individually switch by switch to figure out which um, electrical current from the the big electrical box uh, went powered the smaller security alarm electrical box. So figured that out and I have that switched off right now. Um, I just have to figure out now how to uh, disengage that part. Uh, and after, you know, when your adrenaline's not going anymore and you you can take a step back and look at, look at what's going on reasonably and log- logically, I did find that there's actually a, um, a plug for the electric, uh, for the security alarm system. And that plug actually plugs into the side of my electrical box uh, main frame panel. So uh, I had to unplug that. And now my whole house electric works again. But I have permanently disabled my uh, security alarm system. If I ever wanted to plug it back in, guess what? It would probably still sound saying, hey, there's an issue. So I would have to call an alarm company to come out and um, set it up for me again. Or they would probably replace it and put something else in. So just a heads up to you guys. If you do have a security system in your house and you were never given the code, <laughs> either do preemptive and unplug it from the uh, electrical box or there's some plug that that system goes to. In, in one of my previous houses, it was in the utility closet. It was just a plug and plugged into a regular outlet and it charged the security alarm for the whole house. So that the previous owner had unplugged it so they didn't accidentally do what I did. So... Uh, most of you guys, if you do have uh, older homes, i.e. homes built before probably 2000 or 2005, before the internet was super huge and these security systems are, you know, there's an app for it. If you have security systems around that there was not an app for it, <laughs> it might be good to preemptively unplug your alarm to make sure that, one, you don't wake your neighbors up at 930 at night or, um, to, you know, just just make home owning a bit less frazzling. <laughs> so just a reminder, just a reminder to do that. Uh, we are going to take a break here and uh, just a bit here from our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk everything spring. So what to do, what to think about before you go to uh, the grocery store or the home improvement store and you start seeing all these great uh, spring planting, spring things, um, We should really make a plan before you start buying. So when we come back after these messages, we'll talk everything spring. When it comes to the ever important task of home maintenance, the struggle to keep everything organized is real. Are you grappling with a jumble of receipts and invoices in that messy drawer of yours? 
or perhaps they're scattered through old emails and making it all too easy to lose track. If this sounds familiar, you're not alone. This is Katie Shahan, and I've developed the perfect solution, the Yarlow app. Picture this, an app that sweeps away the chaos and brings order to your home management woes. Yarlow is your free ticket to seamless organization of all things related to home maintenance, improvements, and even those ambitious remodeling projects. With just a few taps, you can effortlessly input receipts and warranty details, ensuring that every piece of vital information is right at your fingertips. I invite you to step into the future of home management. Throw away the paper and join the paperless revolution. Download the Yarlow app or visit yarlow.com today. That's Y-A-R-L-O-W. North Base Construction. Great service from the ground up. Ripping storm damage and siding. Call the pros at North Base. A hands-on approach. Advice and consulting. Our attention to detail makes the difference. Visit online at NorthBaseConstruction.com. North Base Construction. Great service from the ground up. If you're an empty nester or looking to downsize, find your solution at Home App Realty. We're the downsizing specialists who make your transitions seamless. From discovering the perfect space to selling your current home, we're here for you. Plus, we know how first impressions count. Home App can help you update your home before selling, ensuring you get the best value. Don't pay anything until closing. Home App Realty, that's H-O-M-A-P-T dot com or call 612 655 2324 to get started today. Hi, this is Katie Shahan with the Yarlow Home Cringe Show, and I'm here with Rich Kerner, owner of Watts Electric. Rich, tell us a little bit about Watts. We are a family-owned electrical contractor here in Minnesota, and we can help you with any of our electrical needs. From simple to large, we can do it all. So how do I get in contact with you? Send us a text at 763-607-6680. That's best because we might have our hands full, but give us a call too. Or I can reach you at wattselectricmn.com. At Kira Home, we visit our clients' homes once a quarter, taking care of everything you're supposed to be doing as a perfect homeowner, but we all know we neglect. From cleaning your dryer vent, AC unit, refrigerator coil, to providing all your filters, we can take care of your home with our quarterly visits. Additionally, we offer one-time services like air duct cleaning, dryer vent cleaning, and AC unit cleaning. Visit our website at curahome.com. That's K-U-R-A-H-O-M-E.com. Or give us a call, 612-503-4050. Prepare to revolutionize your home management game with a touch of cutting-edge technology. Do you own a home and love exploring the latest technology? Hi, I'm Katie Shahan, creator of the Yarlow app. Yarlow is a free app that lets you keep track of all your home maintenance improvements and remodeling documents. Add your receipts and warranty information so all your data is at your fingertips. Throw away the paper and join the paperless revolution. Download the Yarlow app or visit yarlow.com today. That's Y-A-R-L-O-W. And we're back with the Yarlow Home Cringe Show. So where we talk about all of the cringeworthy moments in home ownership. If you're just with us, you heard my little rant about home security systems and how to accidentally set them off. And you're wondering how to uh, turn it off when you don't have the code. So um, basically, life is not very fun when that happens at 10 o'clock at night. So... Now we're moving on to spring. 
it's 2024 right now and we had a really bizarre winter uh it's been unseasonably warm as well as a little bit dry uh for those of you who have to shovel i'm sure that you've enjoyed the the dryer uh winter and haven't had to dig too deep into those you know two three um those one foot uh snowstorms we get here in the midwest sometimes so the good news is that uh, spring will come a little bit early because um, we're having kind of a weird winter. So I'm sure when you go to the store soon, uh, you will start seeing grass seed and flowers and trees and all sorts of fun things that you want to plant in your yard. So we're going to talk about uh, making a plan for that. Some other cringeworthy moments in home ownership uh, when you don't make a plan. And how we can get ready to uh, be outside and enjoy our spring weather. So, uh, again, uh, we are... So, one of the things that I've noticed, uh, one of my home cringe moments myself in homeowning is uh, whenever I go to the store and I see, oh, look, grass seed is on sale. I've bought that brand before. I'm going to buy it again. And I'm going to put down some more grass seed um, and fertilizer. So turns out I've done that several times now and my grass in my, my lawn has like four different species of grass growing in it. So it doesn't look good. <laughs> so you try and be preemptive and get grass seed and lay it down and watch it grow. But it turns out that you just keep buying different types of grass seed and that just And then on top of that, you could get crabgrass, you can get creeping Charlie. So next thing you know, your, your lawn is just a hodgepodge of stuff growing in it. And it feels like it, it can't be fixed unless you burn it down and regrow it. (laughs) So if you do get sod uh, laid, it is really good to download the Yarlo app, Y-A-R-L-O-W. They are the sponsor of the show, but it is a free app. And you can put what type of sod you had laid, what kind of grass was used. Because again, when you go to the home improvement store and you see grass seed and you say, aha, I know I need to put more grass seed down, you are getting the same type of grass. So um, again, uh, just while, whenever you buy something from the, the home improvement store, you can take a picture of your receipt. You can take a picture of the product, put it in the Yarlow app. And then you know exactly what you bought previously. So you're just going to keep buying the same thing. Same with like uh, weed and feed or fertilizer. A lot of times it's good to use um, similar uh, brands. Or if you don't think it worked last year and you want to try a different weed killing um, product, then definitely having a record of what you kept last year versus what you're using this year is really helpful information. I also like putting it in the Yarlow app because uh, when I'm at the store, I don't know what grass seed I bought last year. I don't want to go through receipts and try and figure that out. It's just in my app. It just tells me. I just look, go to my receipt section. It gives me a summary of what I've done. Boom. I know that I use uh, Kentucky bluegrass or whatever seed that is your fav- your preferred uh, seed type. Uh, and again, you might not think it's a big deal, but trust me, I have, I've put like six different types of seeds in my lawn over the years and it is noticeable, especially cause I'm having problems with creeping Charlie. That stuff gets out of control. 
So um, uh, definitely keeping a record of it and making it digital. So when you're at the store, it's right at your fingertips and you don't have to worry about it. So the other cool thing that's uh, coming uh, with spring is planting in flowers. Um, There's definitely lots of research you can do. There's some really cool websites out there. Uh, I like to try and do uh, sustainable plants, plants that are going to come back every year and some that um, produce uh, uh, something environmentally helpful. So, uh, I've done apple trees and some prune, uh, plum trees and, uh, love to do my own little garden. So there are some, uh, websites out there that you can check what climate zone we are in, no matter what state you are. Uh, so if you're in Minneapolis or if you're in, if you have a, a home in Florida, uh, wherever you are, you can check your your temperate zone, your climate zone, and it will tell you the hardiness of the tree or the plant uh, or the shrub that you want to put, or even the grass that you want to put in. So you want to make sure that you get something that meets the the temperature and the the freeze point um, requirements. Otherwise, it's going to look really nice for a little bit, but then it's going to die. And if you're okay with, you know, replanting or reseeding or uh, regrowing things every summer, then that's, that's what you like to do. So go for it. But me, I like to be, to plant and then be done. So I look for those, uh, those, those trees, those plants that are going to come back every year. They even, uh, have some recommendations on plants for you that can help keep down mosquito populations. So, uh, Minnesota University of Minnesota has a lot of research on that. The Arboretum out in Eden Prairie has a lot of research on that. So go check out some, uh, local sites and uh, who doesn't love the Arboretum in the springtime anyway and get some uh, advice and feedback about some natural anti-mosquito plants that you can make that come back I think lemon uh, lemongrass or one of those is a really good one for mosquitoes so you can even make like a little planter to put on your back deck that is a natural mosquito repellent uh, instead of purchasing things like citronella candles or using bug spray and stuff like that. If you, you can surround your outdoor uh, dining area, entertainment area with natural uh, bug repellents. So something to think and keep in mind. Uh, and again, it's really good to make a plan before you start buying. I'm one of those, um, uh, what do you call them? Like a <laughs> impetuous buyer. I just, I see it and I say an impulse buyer. I'm like, oh yeah, I just, my grass looks terrible. I'm going to buy this. Or man, this plant looks amazing. I, I'm i going to buy it and then I'll figure out later where I want to plant it. So when I do that, I get home, I have one plant and I have like a weird space to put it or that's not going to, you know, it would have been better if I got two plants. So sometimes it is better to make a plan before you go to the store or make even a whole summer plan so um, you you know that as you go to the store and you maybe you don't see something you like right away, um, but as you keep going back to the store throughout the year, you can say, okay, this plant can go in this spot, this tree, this shrub, this can go here. Um, and then what I do when I, after I plant is, you know, the plant comes with uh, like instructions about uh, watering, should it go in the shade, should it doesn't need to be in the sun. So that little um, insert that is usually like 
staked into the the flower pot or the the yeah the flower pot then uh i take a picture of that and i also put that in the yarlow app so i know what plant is what so i take a picture of the directions and i take a picture of the plant so next year when something's growing up and i can say was that the blackberry bush i planted or was it was that the blackberry bush i planted so i know what to expect when the fruit's gonna uh be ready for picking uh, when, uh, how long it takes uh, on average for those, those seeds or those plants to bloom. So keeping a little document of it is really nice, but putting it, taking a picture of it and putting it right in the Yarlow app is super helpful. So again, that's uh, Y-A-R-L-O-W and it's a free app. Uh, I, I use it all the time for lots of things, uh, whether it's my landscaping or even just, uh, I, I put a new kitchen sink in uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I have my my uh, DIY plumber badge. I put in a new sink with a garbage disposal. Um, so I'm single and I had to do that all by myself, which is a lot of fun, but um, also kind of scary. So I put the sink where I got it from. Uh, it came with a one-year warranty, put all of that in there. Also, it came with care instructions, like I should... Uh, use a certain type of soap on it uh, once a year. When you get new countertops, sometimes you have to seal them, especially if they're stone. So just putting all those instructions in one central place. I like to put them in the Yarlow app because it's free. I love free things. Uh, so put it in there and then it's it's there whenever I need to look back at it. It has a little note section. So I put my little notes in um, and yeah, keep track of it. So let's see. We talked about spring today, making a plan getting ready. Um, don't make some of the mistakes I have. Definitely pick what type of grass seed you want and just always use that. Even if it's not on sale the following year, you just keep using that Kentucky bluegrass or whatever grass that fits in your hardiness zone because <laughs> I my yard looks a mess. <laughs> my neighbors will attest to that. <laughs> and uh, it is really good in the fall to um, seed and fertilize. So that way, when we have a warmer uh, spring like this and we we start seeing spring earlier, it naturally uh, activates the fertilizer in the seed. So your grass starts looking fresh and plump uh, right when the weather's calling for it and not on your schedule. So it's nice that uh, spring is coming. It's already taken taken the lead for you. Otherwise, you can do um, some uh, weed prevention uh in the in the spring here as well as you can lay some seed but again the most the best time to do it is definitely the fall so september time is a great time to seed and fertilize your yard but at the same time getting it ready in the springtime is a great thing too so uh lessons we've learned today uh definitely keep your um security system uh, know how that works before it starts going off. If you don't want to ever use it, unplug it, deactivate it when you're not frazzled and you're, and you have a clear logical mind to see everything that's going on in your basement or wherever you keep, uh, your, uh, electrical stuff. So keep that in mind as well as get ready for spring and let's start seeing some flowers grow and our grass getting green. Thanks, everybody, and we'll catch you next time on the Yarlow Home Cringe Show.